Hello, I'm Carrick MacDonald, and this is Halfway to Borough, the Two Towns local history show on Cam Glen Radio. In this programme, I'm talking to Izzy McKinnon, who I met through Rutherglen's People's Past, People's Future group. A new history book, being planned by Rutherglen Heritage Society, will include memories of local people like Izzy of growing up, living and working in the Royal Borough. To start our conversation, Izzy had brought in some photographs from her collection, showing some of the people, places and events which she remembers from her time living in the town. Do you remember the pictures down about me and the majorettes? That's me there. Is that you? <laughs> wow, that's a great photograph. I think I was about 11 or 12. Was that a landmark day? Uh huh. And oh. that's on Burnhill Street, you know where Kim Jackson stays? Oh, no, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's me, Kim great. Jackson. <laughs> Behind all the floats, man. I yeah, hate yeah. this. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> That's my my pet hate is London up there. Well, uh, I done a few out of the uh, what do you call it? The magazine. Right. This one I've had for years and years. That was one of those. Well, the floats. That's it. Aye. Lovely. In the maternity hospital. Well, that's in the days when Landover Day was quite something, wasn't it? See this one here. Aye. Right, I don't know. Aye. See when you went down that, that's Regent Street. Uh-huh. See when down the road, see the opening just here? Right. That's Reed Street. Right. We used to live on the top flat. Is that right? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I like to think that's not there anymore. That was uh, other, other ones of the floats coming along the main street. Right. There was one in particular I want to show you. Uh-huh. Uh, aye, this one here. Right. My mum and my dad, we call them the White Flats. This is their house here. Uh-huh. My mum and dad had been there now 50 years. Right. That was the Tully Allen building, the building with the terms of fabric, the flames. I don't know if I'm the only one to get a picture, but that's my uh, brother-in-law with his kids right. at the front plane. Right. So, and I think, if there's any other ones you're stuck with, you can just ask. So, them. That, tell me again about that, that, that Tully Allen place. The Tully Allen used to make uh, like big heavy-duty curtains, like really, really expensive stuff. Oh, right. And it went flames one night, that Goodness. whole building went up. Uh-huh. And my brother, he was actually a photographer at the time, right. took a picture of it, but... The daily record wouldn't accept it because it was in colour, they wanted it oh, black see, right. So that never got And is published. that the factory there in the background? That's it, that's oh. a full factory there, which is now houses, yeah. it's Burnhill Quadrant, yeah. I think it's called. Sure. Uh, and this is all ones for the, the Jenny Burn. Right, all right. And the one up in Gallo Flat Street. Yes, I'm indeed. I'm trying to read it upside yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, and that's, right, see where we are just now? Right. And you've got the new school. Uh-huh. That's what used to be there. That that was the nursery. Oh, right. And that was an employment centre. Okay. And myself, Jean, Kim, and Glasgow, right. we were all involved in it in some way or another, and we were actually in the committee. Yep. We were so busy in there, we couldn't have a meeting during the day. We had to have our own meetings, committee meetings at okay. night time. Yep. It was so busy. So the council ended up taking that off us, not the down building New Borough School where it is right now. That's right. And we've not got a community centre. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's when they went down to London because right. they were campaigning against the strikes, uh, you know, the teachers and the cleaners and oh, right. all that stuff. That's a great footing on. Uh, it's amazing what you find when you're right. in the look for stuff sure, and sure. they're all like up the main street on the floats right. again. Uh-huh. So, uh, you're more welcome to them. So well, yeah, I've sitting over it. I've looked through these, that's great. <laughs> that's a wonderful, aye. So, it's great when you pull it. I was actually looking for a photo of my, my husband who died a wee bit a couple of months ago right. and his daughter I call her my daughter right. she's wanting a couple of pictures then I started coming across the other ones and I'm like where's all these pictures coming from I'm like right that's it <laughs> <laughs> you're talking about the borough school uh-huh. did, did you go to that school I went to the borough school uh-huh. Uh-huh. so when, when was that oh 
I had just started school, right. so I was I was born nineteen sixty two, so that, I'm not very good with numbers. Sixty six, sixty seven, right, right. and that's mind of a child. My mum used to make just there was four of us. My mum used to lie and talk to me. You're not going over the door. Sure. The aluminous jacket on the waistband with the aluminous belt on it. She went. Now you can go outside. And we used to go, what's wrong about it? And then when you realise when you're going to school, it's pitch dark and nobody can see you. And that's me to do that every single morning going to school. And then my mum, she moved from Reed Street up to uh, Blair Beth, Round Tree Gardens. But it was a top flat house, but my mum obviously bothered her knees. So she, we stayed up there for, I think it was about two years, and then she got over the house, which is the white flats that you see where that building went fire. Yeah. And she stayed there till she sadly passed away three years ago. So. Aye, but my dad's still here, as I say, so, aye, but uh, oh, it, was, it was amazing, and she used to work in, oh, I can't mind the name, it was a home, and it was when you went up, played Beth Road by the, uh, the graveyard, mm-hmm. you're under the bridge, and you come, like, just when you turn as if you're going to Castmore, see that building, that used to be an old folks home, mm-hmm. my mum used to work in there, there was a real lady in there, and she was Down syndrome, and my mum used to do sign language with her. And I used to go over and meet my mum because my mum would not allow me to cross that road when I went to spittle school. Mm-hmm. The woman who lived in the home left the home and followed my mum home. She went to go and sit with my mum. <laughs> so my mum had to take her with me back then. She went, you can't leave. This is your house. And she's going, no, no, no. And then they're doing all this thing. Well, think, she went, no. She went, you need to stay here. But I, my mum, she used to take her out a few times, but mm. oh, it was something else. And my dad, he was a taxi driver. Mm-hmm. Uh, he worked on the black hack taxis, he'd done it for, I think it was 40 odd year. Uh, he had to give up his job because he's got that glaucoma, I think it is. Oh. And he, he's not got any full vision, he's only yeah. got what he can right see at front. But now he's he's almost blind now because he's nearly 90. Uh, but he was a taxi driver for long enough and the taxi drivers, I think they got shot when he gave up his job because he walked in because Bupa done their medicals. My dad walked in and went, well, I was going to put it down, and he went, that's me finished. And the guy went, what's wrong? He went, you're going to do me a medical, and I'm going to feel close my eyes. He knew right away it was going to work, so that was him. And before my husband passed away, my husband says, what would you like to do, Charlie, if you could do something? He went, I'd love to jump into the, the driver's seat and take a wee skate around the scheme. <laughs> we were like, right, okay. But he always wanted a scooter after he you know, retired, but he says, what you can, it's too dangerous because you can't see where you're going and you've yeah. got a liability. Yeah. Uh, well, my dad used to work Rolls Royce. He was in Rolls Royce for a couple of years when he came out of the army. But he'd done other wee jobs in between. Mm. Uh, but we, it was like two families coming together. My mum, myself, my brother, we, we came from Mary Hill. And then my mum and dad, well my stepdad, they met in Badlands dancing. And they got together and then they end up married. So it's like my mum, myself, and my brothers, I say, and it was my stepdad and his two daughters. So it was like two families mm. coming into one, but we used to have a laugh at school. My sister, the one that's closest to me, she was born in January and I was born in the May. And they're going, how's that? But we're not twins. And people used to sit and go, oh, that's impossible. Right? But it's all right, we're stepsisters. <laughs> we used to love winding them up. Because we went to, uh, well, as I say, we went to Borough, then we went to Spittle. Then we went to Stoma High School. Mm-hmm. It was great. Oh, it was absolutely brilliant. But I, I wasn't in, in uh, school, secondary school a lot because, uh, I don't know if I'd said to you, I'd been in the hospital. I, I collapsed in Stoma Road when I was about 12 years old and I was I was found hanging on the wall. And what it was was that I had extra bones growing on my feet and I was rushed into the vicky. So my 
like four years at secondary school and I've mm. never really helped in that. Mm. Never a year that I loved it at school, loved school. Mm. Uh, my brother, he worked in Claybrick Steelworks. Mm-hmm. He worked in there, he loved it in there. And then he moved away down to Bristol because he couldn't get a job, so he lived in there for years and years and years. So what, what did you do in Claybridge now? What, what job did you do? Uh, I think he just nearly swept up and done things for the, the guys wanted any stuff that yeah. he would go and get all And he worked in, uh, do you remember when Glasgow Council were at Trongate mm-hmm. and they had offices upstairs? Yeah. My brother used to take all the mail. He worked, he worked in there for a couple of years. Uh, he worked in there and he was doing like, the mail running and all that and he loved that job as well and then sadly get paid off. And then he was a bus driver in Rutherglen. Somebody reported him for smiling, said he was too cheery. And he lost his job. Is that right? Mm-hmm. And he went and lost stuff. So he went down to Bristol, became a bus driver, mm-hmm. liked it down there, get reported again for being too cheery and saying good morning to people. And I thought, oh my God, get a life. That's amazing. I know. Mm-hmm. And he, he stopped that and he went for agency work and he done the security where you had to go into the airports and do other specialist things and that. And he done that and that was... That was his last job before he, before he sadly died. So he died in 2015. Hmm. So, hmm. But aye, it's, it's been really, really good. Well, what, te- what teachers do you remember? Uh, Miss Kinnaird, I always remember her because I couldn't tell the time. I, <laughs> I used to get so embarrassed to stand up in the class and she, she'd have the clock. And I don't know if you remember, you had the clock and it was like two and past. One side was yellow, one side was green. She was always saying to me, I could get the side where it was past, but see what it's coming to. Hmm. I don't understand this bit. And even this day, like my dad got an appointment through for to go to the hospital and I've like you have to go in thirteen hundred dollars event, what time's that? Mm. And he'll say, See you, but you need to learn to count <laughs> <laughs> But no, me and numbers are no very good. Mm. Don't get me wrong, I had a good bash at maths when I was at school mm. and their t- and maths teacher used to go like that. Right, stand up if you're absent and everybody used to go like that, eh? <laughs> you always give it out in the morning. Mm. Eh, I liked, the, I liked the music teacher, Miss Hoy. She was, I just think she was really well known because we went a couple of pantomimes and that and uh, we went to theatres and she was always there. Mind you, she hated my sister because my, mm. my sister said was full of nonsense at school and I mean full of nonsense. Mm. <laughs> we, were in, we were in a cookery class in Stonewall High and we were making cakes and it was stock burn, it was solid. She had it in the bowl and she was like, look miss, I'm mixing up, mixing up. And the teacher went, that's right. And we all just stopped. The bowl, the bottom of the bowl had fell, it was on the floor with the flour and the butter and the butter. My sister stopped. <laughs> <laughs> but I, oh, we made some really good times. And I remember when I started Stone High, I was dead nervous and I didn't want to be near all these people. And my brother came in and he said to uh, Mr. Nelson, he went, that's my wee sister. He went, oh, another one of you's maddens at the school. And I'm like, oh, here we go. Now. I'm going to get tortured in here, but no, everything was really all right. Just, I think it's just because you're going for the, the B school to the high school and you think, oh God, everything's going to be no nice, but they were, they were really, really nice. My mum, eh, I said she worked in parts and shortbread. It's, in fact, it's at the bottom of one of those pictures. You can just see the building and no more. And then she went to, oh, what's that shop called now? You know, Ladbrokes in the main streets now? Right. Uh-huh. That used to be called Glen Cleaners. Right. My mum used to work in there. Mm. And I remember coming home from school one day <coughs> and the police and the ambulance were outside the building. I thought, oh, maybe a fire or something. Mm. No, my mum had appendicitis. She collapsed in the shop. So we had to get an ambulance and that for her. Mm. 
So long story short, they took her into the hospital. They took her appendix out, she kept saying weeks later, my sight's off her sore and all that. I can't be. She went, I just went, my sight's killing me. She says, <coughs> I, I remember it well because I've just turned 11. She went, but I could go a fag. Now there's four of us, and I'm the youngest. And everyone has went, I'll be a fag. She went, I knew you were us. I knew you were us. <laughs> she never says that. But they took her back into the hospital to find out, see those swabs that you use. Is that right? Yeah. Inside her. But she was fine. Yeah. She was like, no, as long as it's the main, mm -hmm. I'm alright. So, mm -hmm. so that was her. So, so and she worked in Patterson's, you say? Patterson's shortbread, yeah. She didn't get any free samples out of there then? No, no I sometimes. She worked in Greg's, when, I don't know if you know that Greg's right. used to have a big factory. She worked in there, she used to do those strawberry tarts. Mm -hmm. So I used to go down and meet her, she was always at the door. And there's a big conveyor belt going with the strawberry tarts. She's like, do you want one? I'm like, no, I don't like them. <laughs> Uh, I was, it was really good. I enjoyed it. I always call myself a Raglonian because I've, I've more, have more or less stayed here since I was three or four. Right. Uh, but where I was in Mary Hill, I was in Gascube Road. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, most of that's away because my brother took me down there before he went away. And uh, the part of Gascube Road where I was born in the house doesn't exist anymore. Mm. But uh, the school's still there and where my dad was. See, my mum and dad uh, were separated back then, because I was a wee girl and I thought, oh, my mum's got this, my dad's got this. <laughs> I thought this was great. Uh, and then obviously when they split, but he went to Australia mm -hmm. uh, and we stayed there for a couple of years and then, as I said, my mum met my dad and, mm -hmm. and just went for there. But I've always classed myself as being a Raglone. I love here, mm -hmm. but I just don't like the way it is now because it's, there's nothing here. We used to have everything here. Because I was saying to one of my sons, we used to go into the Rutherland Arcade and we had John Menzies, Aris McCall's, City Bakeries, The Light Bright, Crawford's, DER TV, place where you put the, the money in your <laughs> My mum and my she met Ken Barlow at Commerce Street in there. She went like and handed them a box of coverage, we were going to sign up for me. <laughs> uh, we had Presto's Supermarket. I used to work in there, Malcolm Campbell's, the Bonne Appetit, which I think that's the only original one that's still there. I'm Carrick MacDonald, and you're listening to Halfway to Borough, the Two Towns local history show on Cam Glen Radio. In this programme, I'm talking to Izzy McKinnon about her memories of living and working in Rutherland. And every Saturday morning, there's my mum, my two boys who were wee babies at the time, and a load of women, and we used to be every Saturday, and that's where we went in these arcades, because you'd... In Rutherland we had everything, down to like, a shoe shop, a furniture shop, because I remember when the co-op, where it is now, that the two floors above that, that used to be the co-op as well, and they would sell like, their furniture and you could pay your bills and what have you, and then you had the gas shop on the main street, uh, which is now part of the key shop down the engraving, uh, the and my son's go, Mum, how can you remember us? Because we were always up the main street. There was always somewhere to go, there was always something to do. But we don't have that anymore, mm. sadly. So. so over time then, you've seen the town kind of oh, gradually decline a bit. Uh, right? Now I think, and I've said to quite a few people, I, I feel as if they've taken everything out of Rutherland and if you don't go to Canvas Lang, well, not so much now because it's as bad because it was up there yesterday, mm. and uh, down to the Forge Market, there's nothing here. No. Do you know what I mean? It's like, mm. well, we're going to make you travel. Same enough, you didn't, if you need something in the housing and you want a private booth, mm. you need to go to Canvas Land. Mm. Why should you have to go to Canvas yeah, Land when you live in Rutherland? It doesn't make sense, but that's the way they're working it. It's a great place, 
Right. But we need a new shopping centre. That mm. needs to be bulldozed and rebuilt again because the money they spent trying to repair that roof is mm. unbelievable. Yeah. But we had a, a an assessment done that it's a good few years ago now, and they were asked the public what did they want for other one, and we thought right, why don't we get some big shops like Marks and Spencers, Argos, Little Woods, all that kind of stuff. And what what they done was they <coughs> uh, says take the car park off, add another lot. Shops and talking about already there, obviously, make it structurally safe. Mm. Then put the car park back, back on it. And once they've done, you know, these people come out and do all that stuff, uh, they says, No, that, that would never hold that, never in a million years. No, no. So that never ever happened. It's, it's the same as well. See, when my mum moved into the house she got because it had the operations on her knees, uh, that was what, it'll be 50 years ago next March. And when we got to see the house, the car park. I don't know if you know the fairway pub that used to be there. Right, right my mum's the pub right next to it. When we went down to see it, the car parked the road didn't exist. It was laid out to be right. what it is now, mm-hmm. but it was like you know, those big chucky stones, the big massive yeah. things. Yeah. That's what was covering the road. And the security guy was standing at the door and he went, Can I help you? And my mum went, I'm here to see my house. And he went, No. There was no doors or nothing at that time. And mm-hmm. it's weird to think it now when you think back all the years. And she pulled out the letter. <coughs> She showed me and he went, all right, my mum and dad were the very first people in that block. Sorry. Aye, and he's still the original one that's there. I right. don't know many people who've moved mm. in and moved out, but they're lovely houses as well, but not mm. like they've got any rack room. Because mm. I remember when the old joint office, which is in the old Rutherland book, mm. was there, and the tenements, the old, old tenements, because me and my brother used to play in them, and my brother found a big giant box of Christmas paper, and we used it for years and years and years, because we knew the buildings were coming down, right. and that's where the shops are now, mm. like the wee butchers yeah. and the... The wee news agents and that, mm. but I it's, that's totally changed as well. And I actually remember the old road that used to be where we'd now get the tunnels as you come off the right. street. Oh. I remember the old type road right. before they, they dug all that out, but mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. been that's mm. been a wee bit scary as well. That the tunnels we used to have a flasher. Oh, really? No. My mum <laughs> and her friend were going to the bank, they'd been to the bank when they were coming down. The guy, the guy was reported to the police, and I was at a yellow mark on. Mm. And he jumped off, see the wee bit of the wall, and he jumped down, obviously, and slashed his arm. My mum's pal went, Is that it? Is that all you've got? Put that away. And he was never speaking <laughs> something. But he'd done this for long enough. But what he was doing was, he wouldn't go to see the longer tunnel, he wouldn't go near that. It was always the one. Right. I think it's, that one's more secluded. Sure. And I think it sort of puts people off. Could you still mm-hmm. think that somebody's going to be there? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they're going to flash, you could do no, anything. Yeah. But it was funny, see, when they told us we were how it was. That's terrible. Mm. It's flooded, that tunnel flooded quite a few bits, we've right. got a few complaints in about that as well. Mm. See the big stone you see as you come further down Burnhill Street, right. see before you come to the wee shop right in the corner, mm-hmm. you see, everybody calls it a headstone, and they say welcome to Burnhill. Oh yeah, I've seen well, that. Yeah. I'm in the uh, Burnhill Community mm-hmm. Council, I've been on right. it for years, right. uh, and we actually helped to get that installed and people going, why did you put a gravestone right this? <laughs> no, no, it's not because yeah. we got we got that donated free of charge, mm. and all we had to do was come up with something on the front, which mm-hmm. we did. But mm-hmm. but people put stickers and everything on it, and yeah, they try yeah. and make the place nice. Cool. When I moved into Tory Glen Road, eh, I've been there twenty two years. We went to we went to the eh, Rutherglen Library. They don't hold the the plans for the houses. Right. They says go to Mitchell Library, and when we go to see the plans, the girl says. We have the plans as in the street plan, but right. we don't have individual plans in the building because the library had went fire, oh, so yeah. that was all they managed to salvage. Okay. And 
my, my building was built in 1932 because of White's Chemicals, which was a big massive field before they built the motor in that. Mm-hmm. That's where that is, but they still think there's chemicals that coming off of that. Because we used to watch the field turn purple. It used to go bright, bright purple. And every time the guys were playing football on that, mm-hmm. and the, the council would come and go, right, that's it, and they'd fence it off and mm-hmm. do whatever they've done. But this stuff kept coming back to mm-hmm. But I mean, they're still playing, but the, the Glens is down there now. Mm-hmm. But we never wanted that either. We were never saying that because mm-hmm. when they're playing football and if you've got a car and you park on the corners going into Western Avenue, mm-hmm. you can see a thing coming. We've had the police doing umpteen times mm-hmm. complaining about it, but nothing mm-hmm. complaining mm-hmm. about it. But, but apart from that, as it's a nice wee place, but mm-hmm. it used to be really wild. One time you would never walk down Tory Glen Road. Mm-hmm. That's before I got my house. But now it's, ah, it's really nice. And mm-hmm. You get nice people everywhere you go, but you always get the bad Fosses. ones as well, so you can't have always. Something along about the community centre or, or the lack thereof. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Was there ever a community centre here before? When the council took office, we still had the run of the place, mm. but the council wasn't giving us any money for the upkeep of the building. Right. So, whatever money we were making, when we did have to close, because obviously we get the letter saying, right, the building's coming down, blah, 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 mm. we didn't give that money back to the council, we gave it out to other groups in the community. Yeah. Mm. We thought, right, well, we've made money here, so we're going to give it out to them. Yeah, but that was a sad day when that happened because mm. we had a meeting with people in two, the men that were there for millionaires, we didn't know this. Mm. And they said to them, we didn't knowing what you were working through and how much money you had, mm. we would have invested in a new community centre, mm. but because you're time limited now, we can't help you. Mm. And we, I mean, I've still got the paperwork, mm. the wee time sheet, when we do the cafe on and all the different groups and mm. what have you, and people go, that's amazing, mm. and you've not got any that. Mm. And I still have people coming up and going, when you going to get a new community centre? So where was the old one then? Uh, see the picture I showed you, mm. uh, where the, the nursery was, the big brown building, you seen the wee huts in front of you, oh, that, that was a community centre. Same with their other one maternity, they should never have knocked that down either, my, yes, my sons were born in there, mm. that's there. Right. But that's all that there was oh, the right, community centre, right, right. and that was the nursery, right. and now that's obviously the borough school. Mm-hmm. But we were, we were dead busy every single day. That part there, that was the cafe. Mm-hmm. The main entrance, but we'd had, well, it was like all the porter cabins joined together. Oh. The two bathrooms, the office, and then mm-hmm. we'd other halls at the back. Mm-hmm. And we were busy almost seven days a week. I mean, we would have opened seven days a week, but yeah. obviously a lot of people didn't want to open. So is that where the new school is now? That's then? where the school right, is now. Okay, right. mm-hmm. Is that the old borough school there? No, what's that? No, that school? was well. That was part of the old borough school because mm-hmm. when I went to borough, that's where we used to come for our, our dinner. But right. they actually set up a wee set of huts at the side of it, but mm-hmm. that got knocked down, right. uh, and we just used this part. Mm-hmm. But they put that into the nursery, right? And then obviously we had that bit. Oh dear. I know. I assume it. So ever since then, there's been no. No. Nah, nothing. No. See, when Jean and I, I mean, we're still community people, and we like to do things. Right. Uh, but that's what we were saying when you're out in the community and people go like Foucault Branch oh I, I was at the community centre done such and such mm. and you're like well at least you got one what do you mean and mm. then we, we start telling them what happened to us and they're like that's a shame you should mm. never have done that yeah. but the council was adamant at the time they would not build a school anywhere near a railway mm. so our argument was you built the school there mm. you cross that road and it, right, what's over that wall mm-hmm. that's the main line the way down to London yeah. and they go mm. alright so Kim had turned and said to the council why did you not take back the bit of space and build the new borough school there right. and give us a bit of land and we could have built a community centre. Mm. And the council looked at each other and said, why did we not think of that? Oh, I know. Oh, oh, That's the council for me, but... 
<laughs> no, you, you think you would want some f- somewhere for people to go, some something no. to do. Do you know no, what I mean? No. Because Jean and I go to a different class. We go to a knitting group. We go home to this group and see the amount of people you meet and go. Mm. Never to go to. Mm-hmm. Never to speak to. No. And no. Well, this is a horrible. And I never realised how horrible it was to my husband died because he died eight months ago and you're sitting there going, mm-hmm. what the four was, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. uh, lonely, this is a horrible, horrible thing. But I've got a wee friend of mine, she was actually a friend of my mum's and she's in her 70s, I think she is. So I said mm-hmm. to her, why don't you go to the High Hopes Club? And she went, oh, I don't know. I said, but I wasn't always the way I am just now that I could talk to people. Because yeah. my mum used to like, you, you're coming with me and you're going to go to these meetings. And that's, that's how it started for me, but yeah. mm-hmm. I'm actually glad my mum done it for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I said, if you go and mix with other people, Margaret, yeah. then you'll get in. Because my mum mm-hmm. invited her, when she, she used to live in the White Flats, Margaret, uh, my mum invited her to the, mm-hmm. the pensioners' dinners, Ma. Mm-hmm. She went, I thought it was great. She went, your mum was right in, I've never met her, I know. And mm-hmm. then Margaret didn't know my mum had passed away. And it was one day I'd met her and I happened to mention it. Mm-hmm. And I think, I thought, oh, I thought she was going to pass out character and I'm like, mm-hmm. please don't fall because I can't pick you up. <laughs> and she's like, I couldn't believe your mum's not here. She mm-hmm. went, your mum done an awful lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. My mum was in the, she was in the White Flats Attention Association, or she was in the, she in church. She was in the wrong job, though. Oh, God, mm-hmm. mate. She's, mm-hmm. she's in the heaven. Oh, <laughs> She'd done over 40 years in Orange Lodge, mm-hmm. and I've got a big collar, right? I've got it in a big massive frame, because I thought nobody's ever going to use it. The school mm-hmm. have medals and everything on it, so mm-hmm. I've a big frame up in the wall. Mm-hmm. So me and my son are fighting there. Who's going to have it? <laughs> I think he's going to win. <laughs> when you left school, what, what job did you do? A place called Component Containers, okay. and we used to make, it was welding, yeah. and it was these metal containers for the army and the navy and that. That's what we used to make. Where was this? Actually inside Rutherglen Market. That whole building was one big place where I used to work. Is that like the exchange? Uh-huh. Oh, right, okay, got mm-hmm. you. Ah, right, uh-huh. you're talking about school. Yep. Uh-huh. Component okay. containers. Okay. Uh, and then after that, when I got myself up and walking about, I worked in Presto Supermarket in Rutherglen Arcade. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hung my last in a wee while in there, and then that was me. I never worked again after that. Mm-hmm. Cause my legs just don't let me start. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So what about entertainment then? How did you entertain yourself? Did you have to go uptown for the dancing or whatever? Or I, never, I never got that far. No. So what about picture houses then? Going to uh, we used to go to uh, see the one in the, in the picture. Oh. <coughs> aye, this one here. Right. We used to go there on a Saturday morning. Uh, the real? Aye, the real right. picture wow. home. So aye. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's my mum's church there. Well, I'm a member as well, but aye. that's the one we went to. Mm-hmm. Uh, she always used to chase us to go there on a Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. Right, you used to get ready, you're going to, you're going to pictures. <laughs> used to go and watch like Mickey Mouse and Photo and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Yeah. Aye, it was really good. good and you. then, if there was ever any known in the church, we'd go to that after we'd went to the pictures. But a few times we went to the one on the main street, the Odeon. Right. We used to go in there as well, mm-hmm. but it was more the real we went to. Right. Yep. I think it's because we were on, like down on this side of the building, sure. and she got, right, yeah, I know you are safe and you're not going to go on the main road or anything. Right. Yeah. My sister used to wander away <laughs> sometimes, you know, like, right, you get her here. <laughs> but aye, that was, that was a great picture hall, that was mm. massive, mm. absolutely massive. Because yeah. that was, see, in that picture, oh. see that building there, that was the old rent office. Oh, right. And I always remember my mum going in there, mm-hmm. and then she says, we can't go in there anymore to pay for rent right now, she went, because we're mm-hmm. not in the building done, so mm-hmm. that was the end of that. <laughs> so that's, that's the, the war memorial there, the cenotaph. Uh-huh. Did you have any in your family ever? Um, my dad, 
Yeah. Yeah. He's a great cousin, mm. Madden, uh-huh. son, son that, because we took a picture of it, mm. and I went down and I said to my dad, I think it's Joseph Madden's the name on it, or mm. William, and I said to him, is that a relation? You know, he went, oh aye, and he was sitting and tells the story, I can't remember it, can't it that long ago, mm-hmm. but he went, aye, he went, he's right? mapped on that mm-hmm. as well. Uh, my dad's own parents, they used to live in Gilla Flat Street, mm-hmm. the Maddens, Joe Madden, oh, right. he was a plumber, right. and Jeannie Madden, her own name's Barman, and there used to be loads and loads of Barmans, oh, right. okay. she was a wee wee tiny thing, and I mean a wee tiny thing, <laughs> but uh, aye, they were well known in mm-hmm. another one as well, yeah. and then they moved up to Fern Hill, and that's where they were to, mm-hmm. they passed away, but sure. aye, yeah. and his brother, Tam Madden, he used to live in uh, Bloodbeth Road, mm-hmm. And then his wife came from Morecambe, but she decided she wanted to go back down to Morecambe, she so yeah. they went down there and sadly mm-hmm. he passed away down there. Yeah. Okay. Aye, it's been great, absolutely brilliant. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yep. Well, that's great, thanks very much. I'm Carrick MacDonald, and you've been listening to Halfway to Borough, the Two Towns local history show on Camglen Radio. In this programme, you heard me talking to Izzy McKinnon about her memories of growing up, living and working in Rutherglen. Many thanks to Izzy for taking the time to talk to me and for giving me copies of those splendid photographs from her collection. Thanks also to the People's Past, People's Future group. The music was by Sugar Nifty. I hope you enjoyed this programme and that you can join me again next time. Until then, thanks for listening. How do you look after your teeth and gums? Brush your teeth um, every, every time you wake up and at bedtime. Make sure you get like everywhere around your mouth, even the back of your teeth. If you kind of don't, then you'll have them fall out. If you don't look after your teeth, you'll get black and brown. To help keep your teeth and gums healthy, visit the dentist regularly. To register with a dentist, simply telephone or visit a practice in your area and ask if you can register with them. You can find a dentist near you using the NHS Inform Service Directory.